Thanks for tuning in to Starting 11 on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash lgrnetwork. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. everyone and welcome to another episode of Starting Eleven, our English Premier League recap show. I'm Adelia, this is Snark, and uh, you have a lot more knowledge on what happened this weekend than I do. <laughs> I was out of town and I wasn't quite able to catch up on everything before we started recording, but uh, there's some interesting stuff that happened this weekend and I'm excited to talk about it. Oh, there's interesting things happening. Uh, God damn it, but we'll talk... We'll talk about that later. Uh, you had a good weekend? I did. Nephew's first birthday party, always something special. So mm. I went out to, I was out near Grand Beach here in Manitoba at my buddy's uh, cabin overnight Saturdays. Got to see all the games. Uh, some interesting Saturday games. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sunday games. Mm-hmm. There was also <laughs> Sunday games. games were Sunday games. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But let's start with the uh, with the game from today. Uh, Liverpool, title contending Liverpool, uh, winless on the year so far, only taking two points from Brentford and and uh, uh, and uh, goddamn Palace Bullen. today. Uh, sorry, yeah. Fulham and Palace. Uh, you know what? And they freaking dominated. They dominated the first half. Uh, it, they must have it, the possession numbers must have been in the seventy-five to eighty. Like, like uh, Palace never had the ball; they never had it. Uh, but they would send five, six guys back, seven guys back in the box all the time. And Liverpool still getting chances. Salah had a couple of good chances uh, in the first half. In the second half, really fell apart. But great chances in the first, um, and it was just about a counter. And one of the weirdest players like Wilfred Zaha uh, scores on a nice on a nice clearance and then he just runs it down and and scores Uh, it's a a great goal and everyone at Anfield stunned and I'm laughing at all of them with my whole whole heart and here's a guy who he looks there's games that he absolutely looks incredible and there's games where you never ever notice he's on the pitch ever or he'll do stupid stuff. He'll just give. He gives up the ball so much. So yeah, good for him. Uh, off to off to a good start for them. And then uh, come the second half, what? Okay, so Darwin Nunez comes over uh, this summer to Liverpool, and he's a kid. He's a huge guy. And in that Community Shield game, he was all over the place. And like he looks like he could be something special for them. But this mm-hmm. kid needs to calm down oh my gosh yeah uh uh yeah so i think it was the 57th minute uh he gets grabbed uh i think uh, uh anderson grabs him and, and the ball's already gone like there was a there was a there was a chance near the box or whatever ball's gone anderson just kind of grabbed him and gave him an arm swing like this 
he turns around and headbutts him in the mouth. Now, Ooh, did boy. he make? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's it's you know, is it Zinedine Zidane level headbutting somebody? No, uh, Zidane also headbutted that guy's chest and didn't go for his face. Um, but he, he, he may have even missed him. And the guy did the ultimate, like he was Ric Flair, like dropping like like a pratt oh, right on yeah. his back. It, oh, yeah. like, like I the can't stop. Imagine. And then, <laughs> like a cartoon, like he hit the wall, like the Roadrunner painted the, the the train hole or whatever in the side of the in the side of the mountain. He ran right into it and spelled back. <laughs> so that's what happens. Then. Yeah. Uh, stupid, stupid. So yeah. red card, deserved red card for violent conduct. A red card, Adelia, for violent conduct. This may come up again later. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and but it wasn't long after that that uh, 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 Luis Diaz scores a, a hell of a goal uh, for ten men now. Uh, Liverpool uh, basically taking on five or six guys in close, uh, coming down, using speed, coming back up, going along, going along the line, bot the boss line, and firing it in. And yeah, it looks like he was playing a video game. Uh, there's a guy with some top top talent and uh yeah to go through five guys like that uh quite impressive but still that's it that's it for liverpool some good chances but crystal palace actually to, to their credit in the uh in the dying moments of the game has some good chances at uh goal and just miss um that was a big story for a bunch of teams this weekend which we may talk about later we may yeah. talk about missing their goddamn chances later. Uh, anyways, uh, good for Palace. Liverpool, two points out of six. Um, not the best start. Not the it, best start, and it's surprising. It's surprising. Uh, but, you know, you're a fan of Arsenal. You know about poor starts. So, yep. <laughs> I do. Not this year. Not this not year, this but year. yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, they'll be, they, you know, will they be able to come back from this? Of course. Uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, those are, those are four points lost that, uh, you know, when it came down to the last game of the year, last year for them trying to win a title, if they could get yeah. this, they would have dropped points like that. And, you know, what are you going to do? So let's go back to Saturday. First thing I want to talk, uh, Saturday, uh, before we get into the Arsenal game is just acknowledge that, uh, of all the, the shit talk that we went on Nottingham Forest last week because they looked they looked like they looked like, they looked like a, they looked like kids playing for orange slices they had no no idea what they were doing but you know god bless them they come in and pull off a 1-0 victory against the West Ham and it couldn't happen to a better bunch of guys uh see that's 23 years between uh Premier League victories for Nottingham Forest. The streak is over. The streak is over. The streak is over. Oh, well, good for them. So, yeah. So, th- again, uh, you know, they have more points than Liverpool does this year. So, there's that. They do. <laughs> yeah. let's, talk, let, uh, let's talk Arsenal and yes. Leicester. And... Th- I'll let you talk a little bit more about this. One thing I'm going to say is, uh, wow, offensively, wow. Uh, 
Yeah, there's it's, it's it's an entirely different team. Um, it it's is. amazing what happens when the guy that's wearing the number nine shirt can actually score goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Alexander Lacazette. He 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 didn't score a goal from open play last year in twenty twenty in twenty twenty two. He did not score a goal from open play until the very last game of the season. All his goals were penalties. That's not yeah. what you need when you're trying to win games. Uh, Gabriel Jesus looked incredible in this game. I feel bad for him that he didn't get his hat trick. He had some really good chances to get his hat trick. But, I was going to uh, talk about that in a little bit, yeah. Yeah, two goals and two assists. Um, very good performance from him. Great home debut. Fans love him already. You can tell that the team loves him, too. Um, Mikel Arteta said that uh, he's elevated uh, the the team and, and he's making, you know, everybody's working harder this year, and I can see that. Um, and we're off to a much better start than we were last year. Two wins from two yep. games instead of uh, three games, no wins, no points, no goals, like it was last year. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we, re- we reacted really well, too, when uh, Saliba had the own goal, unfortunate own goal, to make it uh, 2-1. And then... I thought that like, I mid- thought that was very classy. I thought that was very classy because, uh, yeah, Saliba's played well. Uh, for Arsenal, you know, it was, you know, things happen. I'm a Chelsea fan. Like, I, the match I, I went to go see or whatever, Reese James to the uh, – a more boneheaded play than that, but uh, at least this was during the run of play or whatever, just yeah. off his head and in. But uh, uh, one thing I'll say, like, all the praise on Gabby Asus, which is absolutely deserving, and he looked top class. But I think Martinelli may have had a better game. I really – Martinelli was, really, was incredible. Yeah. He was, yeah. What a fuck player. God damn. Um, yeah, he his goal was great. Me. Um, I really liked how quickly we rebounded after Lester scored after the Saliba on goal. I think it was like a minute forty, and then after the uh, James Madison goal, I think it was like a minute fifty one before we yeah, right away. scored our two goal advantage. Um, Xhaka got a goal, and the fans seemed to love that, which <laughs> really happened with credit Xhaka. So I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. Um, but I, everybody is in such a, a, a joyous, boisterous mood at the Emirates at the, during that game because it, everything was going right. Like, nothing really went wrong. There was the uh, call for a penalty uh, initially given uh, against uh, Aaron Ramsdale um, on James yeah. that got overturned by VAR. So even that went our way. Like, everything went Ooh. our way in this game. VAR went so. your way. How nice. Yeah, How that nice. doesn't usually was... happen. Oh, nice to have VAR go your way. Yeah, uh, and I watched the play. And like, yeah, when I was watching that, uh, I was uh, surprised. Um, I was surprised that uh, uh, the uh, the penalty wasn't going to stand uh, until I saw replay or whatever. And it didn't. It did not look like much. And and it's a different. It's a different. It's a different Premier League now, where you're allowed some contact in the box. It's got to be pretty egregious or whatever, and they're going to look for. Uh, embellishing and stuff like that i didn't think it was embellishing uh but uh uh yeah you could tell that uh Rezo didn't uh, he didn't clock this guy at all it barely it barely yeah, made it barely him, touched so. him. yeah yeah if if vr didn't work out for uh you guys there then there may have been a massive problem there may have been a massive problem with var yeah this weekend they're, but we're not more, talking about that. They're, they're, VAR, I will say, like when they were, I was watching the game and they said Mike Dean was the VAR official. I was like, oh God. 
they're gonna yeah. give this because it's Mike Dean, and Mike Dean is a terrible referee when it comes to refereeing Arsenal games. Everybody hates him, and uh, it's uh-huh. uh, he, for some reason he overturned it, and it's because Ramsdale barely touched him. But I was not expecting that when they said the VAR referee was Mike Dean. Mike Dean, the VAR ref for another match this weekend. Yes, he was. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thinking happy thoughts, you know, <laughs> being nice. So we're going to go to one Manchester City who won 4 0. Uh, mm-hmm. Manchester City has zero problems. Um, yeah, they're, you know, who's catching? It's going to be tough. Anybody. I, I think Man City's biggest problem so far this season is that Phil Foden didn't realize Erling Holland hadn't, was open for a tap in at one point in that game. Like that was what Pep Guardiola I saw in the the little like discussion with the manager after highlights that I saw. That's what Pep Guardiola was talking about was how Phil Foden had to pass the ball because Holland will be there, and the players they had before in that position might not have been, which I thought was an interesting comment. There was a player who was there before who might have missed the net. You had he even gotten that pass. That's true. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, that seems to be Man City's biggest problem right now is not realizing early Holland makes those runs in the box. He is. Uh, I, I still remember when uh, uh, Chelsea was chasing after him a, a couple of years ago. And uh, uh, he, like, Bruce Dorman didn't want to move him because he's, you know, way too young. So, and, you know, I don't blame him. But, uh, uh, God, look at this. And he's huge. Fast. Huge. God damn it. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully he's too big for his own good, and his knees fall apart, and I won't lose any sleep over that. And another Manchester team involved oh, in a 4-0 defeat. Um, you know what? Wow. I don't want to sound like we're against Manchester United. I don't want to sound like, uh, you know, we're going to be taking shots. At Manchester United. Uh, I think uh, the, the best shot at Manchester United that I heard from Abundance this weekend uh, on the highlights thing, and I forget who it was that said it, said that Brentford looked like they were a Premier League team and Man United looked like they were a bunch of under nines. Yeah. They were uh, terrible in that game. It was awful. Uh, I was going to say, uh, you know, that they, they kept a clean sheet in the second half. They, they did. <laughs> they kept... Okay, Degea. We were Dabba talking about him. Oh my God. We were talking about him last week, and the first shot on that, like, I guess he used his butter gloves. He used his. He brought his butter he gloves. Must have. He must he have. Forgot. It's like, oh, I, I just, I just made a bunch of butter. I'm also playing goalkeeper today. Which glove should I use? Oh, I'll just pick one. Oh, he picked the butter ones because it went right through him. This was unacceptable. <laughs> Yeah. Unacceptable that first, and that was the, and as soon as that first goal was in, you could see everybody on United's head was down. There was nobody saying, "Let's go get it back." There's nothing. There's nothing to this team. Yeah. Where is where is the passion for this team? Ronaldo the, looked like so perplexed that he was even involved in this. He he's like, "What the what the hell am I doing here?" Yeah. Uh, I don't. The, the see... second the second goal with uh, passing to Christian Eriksen right outside the box with someone that tight to him from Brentford. I don't remember what Brentford player it was. Uh, 
Like, what are you doing? Like, what what was he doing? I'm so confused as to what David De Gea thought at that moment of that's a good pass to make. Yeah, it no, it was awful. And you know, I was you know trying to think. It's like who had a worse game uh, this weekend, him or Ward um, from Leicester? West, like he's having to take over for a legend at the club and and things are yeah. going in on him and stuff like that. But through the run of play, uh, you know, Arsenal deserved all those goals. What are you going to do? Uh, but, God damn, like there was nothing. Like, like there's no, there was nothing worrisome about the attack that Brentford was given. There was nothing. There was nothing. It was just everything going by him. I don't know if the, they come back in the second half and and, you know, they, I don't know, they just decided, well, you know, we don't have to have any more. Let's make sure we don't get injured and stuff like that. Because, yeah. you know, there was nothing, there was nothing to the second half. So if you guys, if you didn't see the second half, you missed jack shit. Yeah, uh, I didn't all you see the second see... half. I just saw the first half. <laughs> all you needed to see was the first half. That was the story of the game. 45 minutes. Tell the story of that entire game. 45 minutes has told that story of that entire season so far for Manchester yeah. United. And... I don't see how they, why or why? Why would you keep Cristiano Ronaldo now? Why would you keep him? Yeah. What's he's Get offering? He's offering nothing. Yeah. He offers nothing in the attack. Uh, you know, you have to work so hard to get him the ball because he's not as fast as he was. Uh, he's not, you know, he's not eluding players. He's not finding space. He isn't, you know, dribbling past people anymore. He's He's still got a hell of a goddamn shot, you, but he has yeah. to find he has to find a free spot to to place it. But yeah, I I just have zero idea why uh, he's still with this club. I have still uh, no idea what like where would he go? Like uh, like yes, there's a certain London team that's in desperate need of strikers. I will say right now. Uh, no, Cristiano Ronaldo will not be that answer. Oh my God, if it is, holy shit. Um, but uh, you know, you figure maybe France. You would go to France. Would he go to? France, would he go to like go back Atletico to Italy somewhere? I don't. I don't see him go. I don't back know to Italy, if he'd go to. After, I don't know if he'd go to Atletico. Like, because like the problem is, is that everywhere that is a big enough club that can afford whatever Man United wants to get for him and whatever Cristiano wants to get paid, mm-hmm. doesn't need him or doesn't have the money to get him. Mm-hmm. That's why he's still in Manchester. Yeah, uh, I think they're. I think the Glazers are also playing a thing where they wanted to go get him back and stuff like that. Like if they could, I'm sure they coax Rooney out of retirement. Uh, Rooney's have no idea. DC United right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get him There's back a, in there. Just a player. He might. He Derby. might be doing better, Wayne Rooney, in that team than the guys that they have in there right now. Hard and agree. I like they. I hate to say this, except I don't. They have to do something about Lissandro Martinez. Mm-hmm. He's too... He, I'm sorry, he's too short to be a center back in the Premier League. <laughs> he's too short. Yep. Like, the man is an inch shorter than me, and I'm not tall enough to be a center back in the Premier League. So, definitely, like, he got subbed at halftime. 
I, I read Eric. I didn't see this game at all live. And then I got on ESPN's website and this not even the soccer section of ESPN's website, the main section of ESPN website. The, one of the news article headlines was Ten Hag wanted to sub the whole team at halftime. <laughs> I was like, well, that went well. Yeah. Yeah, the pick um, five. I, the pick five. Yeah. Um, I finally understand the new substitution rules, by the way. I was very yeah. confused the first week. You can sub at halftime, and you can sub three other times in the game, and you can sub a total of five players. Yeah. It, it doesn't make it. sense to me, but that's the, the rule. It's the whole, it's the whole new, new age or whatever of uh, managing how to manage your players and stuff like that. Yeah. These play, these players are a business to themselves, right? So you have yeah. to, you have to do whatever you can, and, and people are starting to realize that now. And you know, clubs are paying ungodly amounts of money for these, uh, for these players and stuff like. That. So it's a huge investment mm-hmm. on them too. They need these players yeah. to be at their peak when they need them to. Uh, if it means like not playing them uh, for uh, FA Cup draws and not playing them for the Carabao Cups and stuff like that, then so be it. They're yeah. not going to do it. Um, it's, all, it's all different this year too with, with the World Cup coming mm-hmm. up and players wanting to play, but maybe not being good enough to be in the team. And it's it's all kinds of stuff going on this year with the with all of that. Um, but yeah, I, was, I can, I was I can tell you about... one. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say about uh, uh, to your point about that with a guy like Fofana and, and Leicester, guy that's been uh, uh, targeted by Chelsea, and they want to pay an enormous sum, a world record sum for this guy. Uh, as a kid, because I I'm I'm only guessing because they're seeing progression in this kid's game because I watched him against you guys and I was shocked at how poorly he played. He did not look good. He just yeah. Uh, but anyways, one of the big reasons that kids like this want to go to a big club like Chelsea is that, you know, for World Club, for World Cup placings, like, uh, you know, France isn't going to notice you at, at Leicester. That's just how it is. France will notice you at uh, at Chelsea. And I think I may have lost Adelia, which may or may not be a good thing because I'm going to start talking about uh, oh yeah that was okay so Adelia and I both live in the in the middle of North America uh, what's happened now is there's a thunderstorm from basically where I am in Manitoba straight down I think almost to Texas so we're both getting hit by it uh, now okay I'll talk about what everybody came to talk about we're going to talk about Chelsea FC, and now it's going to be like me shouting into the wind. Uh, a two-all draw. Maybe the worst result of the entire week for me. Uh, an absolutely dominant, dominant performance by Chelsea. Uh, every Everything that uh, Tottenham had thought up and the four nil, four goals that they got in the first week, and they're going to come in here and stuff like that. And everyone's, oh, let's put all our money on Tottenham, Tottenham this, Tottenham that, Tottenham, blah, 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 blah. We ran circles around Tottenham FC. Uh, what happened was we there was a 
referee who came in, and we were talking about refereeing a little earlier, uh, who has a, a noted history of things happening against Chelsea. This isn't on me. There is a huge threat about it. You can go see it. Anthony Taylor is, yeah, and he's going to the World Cup. I have no idea. But anyways, uh, let's just say there's some questionable calls happening. Now, uh, one thing I will say about Chelsea is they have to work on set plays, at least the defense of them. We score our first goal off set play. Uh, the two new signings, Cucurella uh, with the outward swing onto the boot of, uh, oh my God, why am I blanking on his gosh darn name? Uh, 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 sorry, Kalubali, uh, who absolutely hammers it hammers it into the net so good goal um now again chelsea with all the pressure oh here's adelia she gets it done way faster than me i was explaining about the thunderstorms and i've started talking about chelsea chelsea and the lead up here uh okay. i've already talked we have a, a thunderstorm bit. going on here too and i didn't even realize yeah i'm saying it's an entire line of thunderstorms like from winnipeg right down i think almost to texas right now wow it's huge. yeah uh, probably a super villain. Now, yes. I was, yes, uh, so I was mentioning about uh, Anthony Taylor, uh, and the string of questionable calls he has against Chelsea. And if you'd like, there's a, uh, there's a thread about it that shows 21 of them, 21 of them in 21. the last wow. three years. Wow, that's <laughs> a lot. It, it's, it's a lot. Uh, so uh, after the game, uh, Tuchel gets in more trouble than he was already in. But um, that second, let's go to, I was just about to start talking about the second goal, um, where, you know, it's like a 45 seconds to a minute before uh, Havertz gets uh, taken down uh, and they rule play on. I don't know how he could rule it play on, but from where he was, maybe he thought the ball hit him fine whatever it's yeah. it's 45 seconds you know what and they had the ball twice Jorginho wearing the captain's band on Sunday is playing around with it in the box like he's trying to you know not make it's like what are you doing just get rid of it he wouldn't and it, it ended up uh, going out and you know Tottenham gets the ball back uh, they get a free kick now, uh, their guy runs in offside, um, mm -hmm. but doesn't make contact with the ball, so fine. Now, uh, the rule is if you run offside, which is allowed on free kick, you can't uh, be in the line of sight of the goaltender. Now, yeah. uh, so that was ruled that he wasn't in the line of sight of the goaltender even though the goaltender had to move so he could see the ball because he was in the way of the goalkeeper, but whatever. Here's the thing, Chelsea, you gotta be better on your goddamn teams. Like that, that was, you know, it cost them, it cost them two points today because they were absolutely fucking dominant in every other way of this goddamn game. Uh, then we go down. Uh, now, one thing I'll say about uh, Raheem Sterling, um, he, you're a striker, 
finish your fucking chances. Him and Havertz, like, come on, guys. Jesus fucking Christ. What are we paying you for? Just go and put the ball in the net. Like, it's almost like you're willing it to go wide sometimes. I have I have no idea. I have no idea how Havertz goes wide when he's on the, on the post. I have no idea how Sterling has that chance go to the side as well. It's like, what are you doing? It's like you're putting too much into it. You're just play. Just play. Anyways, uh, he redeems himself a little bit because he makes a hell of a pass to Reese James. So Reese James gets his first of the year. And it looks like Chelsea's going to win. They give five minutes of uh, extra time for whatever reason, uh, which is fine. Then stuff, this is what happens. Uh, There's a corner. And Romero decides he's going to grab Cucurella by the back of the head and bring him down while the ball's in the air directly in front of... Anthony Taylor, directly in front. Now, uh, people are going to say, well, what are, what's Anthony Taylor supposed to do? He's supposed to be watching the ball. It's like, no, he's not. He's never supposed to watch the ball. He's supposed to watch the players. Like, that's what we have second assistance for, watching the ball. Uh, his job is to make sure that no fouls are occurring in that box, not to be a fan and watch the ball go up. So uh, they go to video assistant refereeing. Now, we were talking about this gentleman earlier in Mike Dean. Uh, he d- he decides as well that there's no violent conduct, which means that not only does uh, uh, is there no foul, which it should have been a red card. There's no foul because uh, the goal didn't go in or something like that or the ball didn't go in on the goal or whatever so we don't get a free kick mm-hmm. either it just means it's a replay and then of course uh gareth bale who goddamn makes his living off of these things uh runs in and steals steals a point and steal and steals two extra points from us uh gareth bale oh well jesus christ uh, King, uh harry king it's like oh my god yeah yeah, Harry Kane. Uh, yeah, and then he's talking afterwards too in the way he does. Ugh, drives me nuts. Anyways, uh, I, was, I was so livid, I didn't move from my couch for an hour. I, I like the the game stopped uh, uh, stopped casting from my phone, and I just sat there. I couldn't move. I was so angry, so angry. Uh, I've managed to be able to put into words today, so I'm proud of myself. And I did not ever threaten to find where Anthony Stewart lives and start sending pictures of his house to his kids. I would have done that yesterday. I did not decide to, you know, to burn Anthony Taylor in effigy and curse him to the depths of the deepest part of hell. I didn't do that. I would have done that yesterday. I would have gladly, had I had the chance, run him over with my fucking car. And I'd back up over Mike Dean afterwards. But I didn't. So anyways, uh, we get we got a draw from this. Uh, we deserve more. Now, we could say, like, I'm pissed. I'm pissed about it. Uh, Chelsea 
were far better, far better. They were the class of that match. Um, they showed me a lot, but we gotta get, we have, we have to get strikers. And this is a club, you know, that's some of the best to ever play or whatever at that position. Like, you know, so we do have, you know, people, you know, we want to see people at the Drogba bar and stuff like that, like get, get mm-hmm. up there. I have no idea where to find these guys and they cost their, like, it, it, Bowie's not is proving he'll pay money. We just need to find the guys. So, and they got to want to come here and not Barcelona, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But for that, uh, here's what happened this week for our little matchup and picking the winners. You have any, I think any I idea? Did terribly. You think you did terribly? You got six points. Did you I? Picked, yeah, you picked your draw. You picked uh, uh, Brighton and Newcastle to draw. I did? Wow. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. remember that. You did. And I picked Southampton and Leeds to draw, which they did. So we that was each quite got... the comeback from Southampton. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, and looks good on Leeds. Like, who wants to see Leeds get points in his? God damn it. Yeah. Um, Leeds. Who I believe Chelsea gets to go in against without Thomas Tuchel, uh, red carded at the end. With oh, the stuff between Tuchel and Conte all game was priceless, and yeah. I can't wait for the rematch down at that shithole in Northern London. Uh, I think they don't play till January though. If off the top of my head, I think it's January. So enough time for it to build. Uh, six six. We had a draw this week. Ooh. We both, did, yeah, we both did pretty well. Uh, we all fell to pieces on Sunday and today. Yes. <laughs> we all went over over Sunday. Saturday we went, went pretty well though. Then Saturday we had we had a pretty good day. Like uh, I missed, I missed the. Uh, I thought Brighton uh, would beat Newcastle. You picked it right. And what else? Uh, you missed you missed Southampton and Leeds. You thought Leeds would win, and we both thought that uh, Wolverhampton would beat Fulham. And Fulham now as many points as Liverpool. So it's crazy. Fulham now the same amount of points as Liverpool. Oh my God. All right. Yeah. So, week three coming up. Week three starts with those dog shit eating motherfuckers in Tottenham versus Wolverhampton. What do you think? I wish I could give Wolverhampton like an equal win, but I don't I, know if I, I I want Wolves to win. I think Tottenham will win. They'll be without Antonio Conte because he also got red carded, but mm-hmm. I still think Spurs have this, unfortunately. Yeah, it's dog shit, but you're right. They should win and at home. Uh, Palace against Aston Villa. Villa, not look, not you know. They aren't terrible. No. Crystal Palace. Yeah. They're not terrible yeah. either. Yeah. I mean, um. It's 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 at Crystal Palace. That okay. helps your decision. I'm gonna go with Palace. 
Um, I'm thinking it's about time that Gerard has one of his famous letdowns, and Phil drops some points here against Palace. I'm gonna go with a draw. I think. Ooh, nice. Okay, very good. Now a huge, huge matchup for one of my top five all-time favorite players and Frankie Lampard's Everton as at home on the mercy side against Nottingham Forest. Uh, Forest uh, looked like they put up some fight this weekend mm-hmm. and Everton unfortunately did not in that loss to Villa. Yeah. Uh, I have I think for me I think this is a good a pick for a draw. What do you think? Um Yeah, I, I agree on that. I think I would draw too. Yeah. I think yeah, it's from the run of play, like Ever- Everton and Forest have scored the same amount of goals this year. Uh it's just that Everton's giving up goals. Um has they Everton hold. actually scored a goal this year, or yeah, this they is won, just the only yeah, goal? Yeah, it was it was two. Well, yeah, well, they they were credited they were credited a goal. They were given a goal, but it, yeah, they lost two to one on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Fulham, Brentford, Fulham versus Brentford. I'm going Brentford. Yeah, after the run, after what they just did, if they could put up that first half they did against Manchester United against a professional team. You know, they might still be able to score a couple of goals out of it. And yeah. uh, well, and to say that Fulham is a professional football team, give me a fucking break. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Brentford as well uh, because fuck Fulham. Yeah. I think that's all the reason I need. Now, uh, it's Leicester Southampton. Leicester. After that. I don't know. It, it, it's like, in Leicester, right? It is, but yeah, I do. I wouldn't trust Ward. Uh, I, oh, I don't trust him back there. But, but I don't know. Southampton can score goals. They can score goals. Leicester can score goals. Uh-huh. God damn. Okay, you're got. Do I want to take a shot at? Oh boy. Leicester, who has not signed one single player this year. No, they haven't, and that's very strange. It is very, very strange. I, I'm going to go south after. I'm gonna, I talked myself into okay. it. It's probably a bad decision. And the next match, you're probably going to go with the home team. Away team. Oh, you're going to go with the away team? Bournemouth versus Arsenal. Yeah. I've heard in, Arsenal in, has been pre- in Bournemouth, pretty good. So. Yeah, yeah I'm, been... I'm going Arsenal. Yeah, we should have to say by how many goals, but yeah, of <laughs> course, of course they're gonna win. Uh, I think we've said this a couple of times where it hasn't happened, but this time for sure, Arsenal wins, no problem. Now, on Sunday, our tuckless Chelsea Football Blues take on Leeds. Those ranked pieces of shit. Um, Chelsea, I hope, brings anger. And I hope, brings fire. Uh, 
and I hope they take it out on these knuckle draggers. Uh, <laughs> I think Chelsea's going to win. I think they're going to win big. I hope I hope to see some improvement from uh, free kicks. Uh, just, well, not maybe as much offensively, but definitely defensively. There is uh, there's work to do there. Uh, but, you, you know, they had two guys uh, uh, starting on the back line that had only played uh, one game in a Chelsea shirt. So what are you going to – well, and it was – and, you know, it was against a team that people thought would do pretty well this year, and I hope uh, their bus crashes. Uh, but, uh, yes, I'll say Chelsea wins handily. Uh, are you saying I'll say Leeds? Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. West Ham against Brighton. I'm going draw on this one. Okay. I am going for a big win from Brighton. Brighton to slaughter the Hammers, I think. Well, you know, that may not happen. But, uh, yeah, uh, they're just not showing anything West Ham this year. And it's yeah. a delight. It is a delight to see. Uh, Newcastle, Man City. I'm sure this is going to be a a tight, a tight defensive game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Man City. Oh, well, you know what? I like, I like your moxie. I think I'll pick them as well. And now, <laughs> what used to be not five, six years ago, was a marquee matchup in the Premier League. To close out the week, once again, Liverpool, and this time they're on the road to Manchester frigging United. Yeah. How does Liverpool blow this one? (laughs) I don't know, but they probably will find a way to, with the way the season's been going for Liverpool so far. Oh boy. Um, I just don't trust Man United, though. I just don't. And as long as they're putting in performances like the one they put in against Brentford, then I can't even pick them for a draw. So I'm going Liverpool to win their first game of the season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who can trust them? Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Liverpool at their worst. Should have no problem beating Manchester United. And after having said that, this is going to be watch a yeah. tight a tight game. Oh my God! Could you imagine? I can't. All right. Yeah, Liverpool's going to win. No problem. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, and I think is Ten Hag's job in jeopardy already if they drop this one, or is this all on? I don't know. They said he's the first Man United manager to lose his first two games in charge since 1925 or something. And it'll be three. I will be shocked if it's not three. I will be like, if Man United even shows that they remotely have something close to a backbone in this game, I'll be surprised. I doubt it. I don't see it. I wonder if they're even going to fucking practice. Like there's so, there's so much work to do. I don't know if they're going to be able to do anything. I think they're going to get confused and start running around in circles and blaming each other. I love this. As angry as I am about Chelsea, I love what's happening to Man U right now. I love it. 
the, I love that, that first, Liverpool. I, I might have enjoyed that first half that I watched of Brentford. Man United more than the Arsenal game, and that's saying something. Yeah, this is a real freaking mess, and it's a mess. It's a mess for the Premier League because they depend on those Manchester Bucks so much. Uh, it's a it's a disgrace to their fans. Like like uh, you sing, singing songs about sa- getting rid of the Glazers and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, uh, and good for them. Good for them. Get rid of them. Who cares? Yeah. Manchester United, two games played, zero wins, zero points, one goal for, six goals against. Brutal. It's brutal. 20th place, relegation zone with Everton and West Ham Could with no points. you imagine? Could you imagine? Yeah. It, that would this be... would be the most famous season in Premier League history, and it wouldn't even be about who won. It would be about who lost. Who lost. Yeah. I, I remember when I... Chelsea fell to like 10th or 11th that year, uh, and thinking this is as bad as it can get. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was for Chelsea, but it'll get way worse for other teams. And I can't. Yeah. Th- I am relishing this i really and truly am in all these bandwagon jumping manchester united fans and stuff like that you know it doesn't really bother them because it was never really their club they just like yeah. the colors or something you could watch yeah. it on nbc or whatever it is down there god damn it whatever who cares still yeah. think that bunch of jerks play there uh anyways uh okay so we have made it and we haven't even been canceled by a thunderstorm, but uh, I think it's time to end the show for this week. Uh, where can they find you at Adelia? Uh, Twitter, um, at Adelia Chambo. Uh, the Let's Get Ready Network Twitter is at Let's Get Ready Net. Uh, if you are listening to this podcast, you can watch the video version if you're one of the Let's Get Ready Network patrons. That's patreon.com slash LGR Network. Uh, four tiers to choose from, a bunch of perks. A dollar a month gets you into our Discord, which is a lot of fun. You can hang out and voice chat with me and Snark and a bunch of the LGR crew and others. Uh, we talk about anything and everything in that voice chat, so uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, $5 tier gets you the video versions of our audio-exclusive podcast. That's the show. That's the rally, which is about uh, tennis tours. Uh, We'll be coming back with episodes of that real soon for the uh, U.S. Open coming up here in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, Playoff Beards, our NHL recap show, will be coming back when the NHL season uh, kicks back up. So, Who likes hockey? Yeah, I know. People who like hockey are weird. How dare you? Anyways. Where can they find you, Snark? You can find me, well, if you... If you really want, you could find me on Twitter at Snark Yeti, but there's no real point because all I ever do is like things that like Adelia puts down and stuff like that, or <laughs> Let's Get Ready Network. Um, I have another show here on LGR on Patreon only called Snark After it's the After Snark Show or whatever. Uh, it used to be about the Schmodown. Uh, well, actually, it was supposed to be about. Uh, the Shmona after shows. When has it ever been the, about the Shmona? Here on the channel. I don't think we've talked about it very much. We've talked about it a little bit and stuff like that, but it's, you know, 
it's usually something uh, quite different. Uh, we try and get guests on. If not, it's just me and some freaking Brazilian guy shooting the shit. And for a show that was supposed to be about 30 minutes, and some, well, most time goes way, way longer uh, to the point of, uh, yeah, my bladder wanting to explode most weeks. But we didn't do it this week, but uh, we should be back next week. Anyways, that's uh, it for me for plugs. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening uh, to this podcast. If you can, please rate and review this episode. And uh, we will talk to you next week.